go. Alrighty. I'm ready. This is the Flipbook Podcast. I am Kyle. You are Riley. I am Riley. I have already decided, because we recorded the reel-to-reel last night, and I was fucking exhausted, and I've already been like, I'm going to cut out that part. <laughs> you dropped that again, I guess. Oh, I've lost Riley. Peter, that's... Oh, wait, don't get back. back. You're back. Yeah, there's a, a joke I make very early on in that podcast where I may compare two things together, two types of people. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, maybe that's not the best taste. I stand by it, but you know, it may offend somebody else. It's possible. It's possible. So that's gonna get cut. <laughs> um But talk, speaking of offensive people, I'm gonna jump right into this one. Oh boy. So uh let me turn up my little volume so I can hear you. Alright, so Daniel Burroughs was born on March fifth, nineteen thirty seven, to George and Esther Sunshine Burroughs. In Queens, okay. New York, the name, the middle name of Sunshine. I feel like that's not as popular. That is, as it used that to is, be. that is, <laughs> it's lost. It's certainly lost traction. <laughs> I don't think I've ever met someone who's named Sunshine, but whatever. By the way, when you're like walking down the street, they're like you're having a good day, you're going to be like, "Well, middle name Sunshine, really?" And they're like, "He's a lunatic." Or she's a lunatic. <laughs> that's a crazy person. <laughs> she's lost her mind. <laughs> Dan was relatively smart growing up, and did well in most classes, and had a had a measured IQ of 154. Oh, okay. So, wow. Pretty good. Right. That's, that's, that's really fucking good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm 155, but no big diff. Uh, <laughs> uh, Burroughs was a bit heavy, okay. uh, not athletic, and had bad eyesight. Okay. He was also super competitive, well. to the point where he was described to have paranoia and hysterically playing games, quote, like his life depended on it. So, clearly, okay. he's got a good grasp of stuff. What the fuck? Alright, sure. He had an intense fear of losing and also had an incredibly bad temper. Uh, because of all this, he got into a few fights in high school. And I imagine I they did like not a, go well. Sounds like a recipe for a good time. Uh, yeah. A fat a fat little boy with bad eyesight just be like, I fucking hate everybody who beats me. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight somebody because I lost. They're like, uh, I, didn't I, I already I beat you? I lost you again. I lost. Uh, no, I'm back. Okay, you're back. You're back. <laughs> uh, Dan was also super into the military and became obsessed with the idea of getting into West Point. Okay. Uh, he enlisted in the National Guard and while, while still in high school and would wear his uniform to class on drill days. Okay. He would fill his journals... Uh, with drawings of tanks and soldiers. All right. Uh, in his junior year, when he was 16, he started drawing a lot of German tanks in his journals and posters of German generals mm. in his room. I can't... I, I, I lost. This is also 1954, only nine years after the end of World War II. So... Okay. Sensitive time. <laughs> okay, so can, can you kind of repeat a little bit what you just said? I totally lost it. Oh, a lot of German tanks and German That's generals. what you said, yeah, okay, so, he, and he was drawing that right after, or, okay. Gotcha. In 1954, nine years after. Okay, yes, 1954, yeah. So, cool, cool guy. Real cool guy. <laughs> By the way, really just from cool. that description of him in high school, I feel like you and I could name a few people that we went to high school with, that would fit that bill. Non-athletic, Possibly. super into the military, and could be a big fan of Germany. And not the uh, old Germany in the 80s, the bad Germany in the 40s. Okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I, yeah, probably. We probably could. 
I've got Dude. one name on the tip of my tongue, but I'm not going to say it. Good. Don't say it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm Good. fighting the urge. Don't Dan say- never tried to get into West Point, though. But instead, after he graduated, enlisted in the Army. And he mm-hmm. told one friend if he couldn't be a soldier, he had nothing left to live for. Uh, for some reason, he got picked to be a paratrooper. He was overweight, slow, had no coordination at all, and now was wearing real big glasses that made his big eyes look even bigger. Oh, boy. Uh, everybody made fun of him, and yeah. he tried to kill himself three times. Jesus Christ. The first with a razor, the second oh. on an overdose of aspirin, and the third again with a razor. The third one was also accompanied by a suicide letter where he talked a lot about and praised the old man Adolf Hitler. Oh. Which, by the way, weird thing to find in the army in the 50s. What? What are you? What are you? Who is, who is this? Who are you talking about today? He's a real, he's a real character. Um, <laughs> Clearly. We're going to get... There's, there's, there's a twist. Oh, boy, was there? Oh, um, boy. He was discharged by the army by reasons, quote, of unsuitability, character, and behavior disorder. Okay. Fair. I feel like maybe even yeah. sugarcoated a bit. I think uh, I think he perfectly, I think he deserves that. <laughs> he went back home in 1958 and worked at the Bronx Public Library. Okay. He would talk only about how great Hitler was and how much he hated Jews. Okay. His parents knew and hoped it was just a phase. You know, everybody goes through their Nazi phase. Oh, we of course, all go yeah. through it. <laughs> Comes and goes. It's, it's right after thing. the punk phase and right before the hippie phase in college. You become uh, Nazi. <laughs> this Nazi. Uh, oh no, it's punk, Nazi, hippie. Yeah, it's a real trip. Wow, awesome. <laughs> uh, Burroughs then started the American National Socialist Party, a one-man party. So it's just him, but he's calling it a political party. He's like, I'm a political party. Uh, it was in his bedroom, and he works using a public post office box. Great. Uh, he would That's... make uh, out letters uh, with a swastika rubber stamped on it. I don't know why, but that combination of words just fucked my brain up so bad. <laughs> I think I had a stroke. By the way, I wrote that, too. This is why I only write them about 45 minutes in advance. Because if I don't, and then I have to come back to it a day later, I'm like, I don't know what these words mean. <laughs> Um, he would hand out, he would walk around Bronx handing out flyers saying, there's nothing wrong with America that a pogrom wouldn't cure and mm. the Jews must suffer and suffer and suffer. Mm. Hate to be, hate, hate to be a grammar Nazi, but there's no need for the repetition at the end. Uh, he moved to Arlington, Virginia and lived in the American Nazi oh, party headquarters. Uh, he swore an oath of loyalty to Adolf Hitler and George Lincoln Rockwell, the American Nazi leader. And he became the party's national secretary. He was arrested four times for vandalizing the Anti-Defamation League, which feels like an oxymoron because you're defaming the Anti-Defamation League. And I'm like, there's something off with this. (laughs) (laughs) He clearly does not piece together what the title is or what his actions are. (laughs) Uh, A friend uh, painted an oil portrait of him in full Nazi uniform with the background being the smokestacks of Auschwitz. What the Dan fuck also are walked you around doing? With a bar of... Dan also walked around with a bar of soap wrapped in green paper that said, in German, made from the finest Jew fat. So so what Bath and Body Works do you think he got that from? What like, the fuck is this Also, story? does that smell good? Like, I don't know. 
Oh, no. boy. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Starting off strong with this one. Oh, we're going to go places. Wow. Uh, okay. Oh, by the way, we're about halfway through. and I'm, I'm ex. I'm excited to get uh to get lynched. I'm excited to get mobbed by. <laughs> oh no! This is, it, it, there's a redemption in this story, not for him, but for okay, him. okay. Also, I was like, I really hope there isn't. <laughs> he was also still a little bitch. Okay, uh, he would sit in chairs with his knees tucked up underneath his chin, and would lean his head to the side and giggle like a schoolgirl all the time. So there's all these like guys being like, "We're big tough Nazis," and he's. Tucked into a chair, laughing like a schoolgirl, going like, "Yeah, we guys." Uh, and everybody's like, "I fucking fuck? hate him." Oh, so no one liked him. He waddled, and everybody, including Rockwell, again the president of the American the Nazi Party, made fun of him, uh, calling him the ruptured duck. Uh, because of his waddle, his heels on his boots were often torn apart, and he often had to ask Rockwell for money to get new heels. Of course. Um, after 18 months in the party, living at the headquarters, uh, Dan started to doubt Rockwell and ran away. Oh. He started the American National Party with a few other runaway Nazis in Queens and a wooden shack and started Kill Magazine. Oh, And nice. finished wow. his first em- editorial, The Importance of Killing, with calling the w- white race to, quote, kill, kill, kill. Build a mound of corpses of traitors from which you can glimpse the great future. The whole party and magazine folded in a year because everyone ignored them. Good. Um, Good. Fuck them. He eventually <laughs> the joined fuck, the national... Wait. We're coming. We're going places. We're coming up on it. Oh, we're going places. Oh, boy. He eventually joined the National Resistance Party, which had links to Arab regimes and South American Nazi, Nazi exiles. Uh, but he didn't like it since the bitch leader who had asthma and was anemic didn't want to kill all Jews. He was like, I'm not a big fan of this because he doesn't want to kill all Jews. What the fuck? He got involved in fights with pro-civil rights groups over the years. And in 1965, after creating a new calendar system, uh, that what? Year, 1965 being YF76. Yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, As you're... in years since the fear was born. Um... Wow, that's a great calendar system. He started hanging out with Roy Frankhauser, the trashy Grand Dragon of Pennsylvania with one eye. He eventually introduced uh, him to Robert Sheldon, the Imperial Wizard. And Dan was appointed Grand Dragon of New York, ruler of dozens of clansmen, and organized two claverns. Now, quick sidebar. Can we talk about how fucking shit the KKK is? Just oh. based on their fucking stupid names for everything. Well, I was actually about to say it, like <laughs> how fucking uh, they, they, they I'm sound the so stupid. Wizard. Oh, I hate them. There's also like a cyclops and like all that sort of stuff, and I'm just like, fuck you all of you. I hate yeah. you all just based on the names, and then we get to your yeah. I don't know. Why, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't know why you guys. Out. I don't know why you guys felt the name yourselves after like your your latest D and D campaign. Like you can definitely do better than that. <laughs> that's, that's what they did. Basically. Right. That is essentially <laughs> it. I'm a I'm a neutral archer, and I'm in charge of this clan. I'm just like oh, I hate you all. <laughs> oh fucking assholes. All right. Uh, what else it, you got? In 1965, Sheldon was subpoenaed by the House Committee on American Un-American Activities, and he identified other Klansmen, including Bros. I think the <laughs> one time the uh, Committee of Un-American Activities actually did something productive. Because those are the people that was like, everyone's a communist, but this time I'm like, you know what, actually go, go after the Klan. Yeah, go, go, go take care of them, yeah. Uh, Bros was fired from his job, and the group was in trouble. 
Now, this is in 1965. Uh, so that's 15 years after Dan's bar mitzvah. So he's Jewish. Dan's parents had a Jewish wedding. His grandfather was a prominent Jewish religious figure in the Bronx with a plaque dedicated to him. And people growing up and his family all knew Dan was Jewish. Did he know he was Jewish? Oh, yeah. He knew he was Jewish. He had a bar mitzvah. So he just hated hated himself. He just pretended to not be Jewish. But he's Jewish. Okay. He went to, like, Jewish school growing up. Like, he's... He's a Jew Jew. He's a real <laughs> he's a real Jew. Now wait, let me ask you a question. Was his name Tack? Then did he have the power of Juju? <laughs> By the way, he's got some bad juju, I'll tell you what, he's he's a bad juju. <laughs> but also good reference to Tack and the power I fucking love those You're games. You're welcome. I, th- I thought you would enjoy it. <laughs> I love those games. And now I'm just thinking about the Game Boy game they used to play all the time. Oh, <laughs> oh man. But well, yeah. Okay, so that's this game man is uh Clearly, very confused. Yeah, makes that bar of soap real awkward, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, a little bit. But that comes out in some sort of confidential files in the <laughs> Committee of Un-American, the subpoena. And okay. it's not publicly known. But it gets leaked to three reporters from the New York Times who are like, I'm sorry, what? Could you... Uh... <laughs> You're telling me the guy who's in charge of the Klan and the Nazis in New York is Jewish? Um. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. They're like, uh, excuse me. The amount of times I'm sorry, what? And excuse me were said in that you know back in the <laughs> meeting. He's Jewish. I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh, uh, his uh-huh. family had a Jewish wedding. Excuse me. Uh-huh, like, they uh-huh. were just like, uh, how how could you how could you possibly like deal with that? That's insane. Like he just didn't tell anybody, but he's that's happening. And now these reporters are found out and like, well, that's great. That's great. Yeah. That's a great story. <laughs> that's fantastic. So uh, <laughs> it gets told to John Phillips, Steve Roberts, and Ralph Blumenthal. Uh, and they find out and they try to investigate it all. Phillips plays to Dan Zigo and asks him to lunch to talk about his Nazi beginnings. Okay. Uh, they talk about his military career, his love of the Third Reich, and his admiration of Hitler. They talked mm-hmm. about how the U.S. purge of Jews would be more violent than Germany since Germany, quote, had been civilized and cultured. The conversation okay. stopped when Philip said, your parents were married by the Reverend Bernard Kallenberg in a Jewish ceremony in the Bronx. Dan stoked furious, threatened to kill Phillips, and walked out. Of course he did. Of course he did. He's just like, I know you're Jewish. He's like, I'll fucking kill you. What the fuck? So... Yeah, he's a real character. Dan's got some issues. Um, as both stood out... So, this is my favorite part. As both stood outside waiting for taxis. So, he's that much of a bitch that he tries to storm off. But then he's got to go outside and wait for a taxi. And Phillips pays the bill and walks out. It's like, oh, hey, champ, waiting for a taxi, too. Hi, good seeing you. Hey, how you doing? Hey, remember when you just threatened to kill me inside and I had to pick up the bill, asshole? <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, I love that. I love that the adventure I'm outside, like, oh boy. Ooh, well, this is uncomfortable. I'm going this way, you're going this way. Oh, boy. Right. It's that moment where you say bye and you continue walking the same direction with somebody. I had yes, that today that's the worst. at a group meeting, and I was like, all right, I'll catch you all on Tuesday. And then somebody started following me, and I just started walking real fast. <laughs> um, this is okay, okay, okay. Uh, There's just me running through a library. Uh, like, I can't have a conversation with them. 
Um, <laughs> Phillips, being super evangelical, said to Dan, quote, Is it appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment? Dan looked at him, told him he was trapped in this life, that he couldn't change, but that he liked it. They shook hands, and Dan waddled away. The next day, the reporters went to every synagogue in the area, asking if that's where Dan had his bar mitzvah. Uh, they found the one. So, on Friday, Dan and Philip... I cannot hear. Alrighty, well, I'm, I'm looking at Riley struggling to hear me. He also gave the sign of no hearing, which was a hand behind the ear. I think I lost connection. Oh, I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, we're back, we're back, okay. Alright, we're back. Man, this fucking internet is gonna be the death of me. It's not uh, great, it's not I've lost great. him again. I'm keeping all of this in, though. Oh, there you go, that's good. That's keeping really good. Keeping it all in. Keeping it all in. <laughs> um... <laughs> You've sounded like a robot for the last, like, ten minutes, so it's good to hear just a normal voice now. I was narrating your struggles because I could see you for a bit. Uh, I've lost some... Oh, no, he's back. You just stopped moving for a bit, and it panicked me. Like, you stood still for a bit, and I was like, he's gone. <laughs> no, I'm here. Um, I'm here. I'm here. I'll, I'll so constantly they, move my hands. So that way, if my hand stops moving, you'll know I'm... That's <laughs> the code. That's the code. Um, so, uh, they went to every uh, synagogue and found the one he did finally. You're gone. He stopped giving the hand you're signal, gone. and then he did Oh, freeze. you're back. Okay, you're back. <laughs> At the moment you stopped, I lost you. Um, So they go to every synagogue and they found the one where he had the bar mitzvah. Oh my god. And so on Friday, Phillips and Dan had the lunch. The Sunday morning New York Times front page story was about a Jewish Nazi and KKK leader. Classic. Uh, Dan was at Frank Hauser's place in Pennsylvania. Uh, He went out to get the paper early in the morning. He's like, I get a cup of joe. Get a paper. Goes to get the paper. Is like, oh fuck me. <laughs> uh, runs back to Frank Hauser's place. Runs up into his bedroom. Grabbed the thirty-two caliber revolver. Mm. Turned around to everyone staring at him in the doorway, trying to talk him down. He said, "I've got nothing to live to live for," and shot himself in the chest. Which, by the way, weird move. Interesting place to try it and kill yourself. <laughs> shoot yourself like, in the chest. I can't live anymore. Bang! Ah, shit, I shot my shoulder blade. Oh, um, ah, oof, ooh. Oh, that's a rough sternum shot. Um, <laughs> what's the what's the organ that you don't need? The liver? No, you need the liver. You need your, your kidney? You only need one kidney. kidney. You, you only need one kidney. Um, you definitely need your liver. Yeah, I was about to say, wait a minute, a lot of people die from failed livers. <laughs> um, he doesn't fall over. Shoots himself in the stomach with a thirty-two caliber revolver. Doesn't mm. fall over. Frank House's girlfriend screams... The Dan says, this will do it, and shoots himself in the head. That's... Alright, enough with the flowery language. There's no need to say, this will do it. There's... <laughs> hate, hate, hate to criticize it all, but I'm going to, because he's a bitch. He's a piece of shit that sort of deserved what he did. But also, there's no need to romanticize him and be like, oh, this will do it. Fuck off, just do it. <laughs> Could you imagine all these Nazis are in this house, like, don't kill yourself, and I'm just in the back like, pull it, bitch, you won't. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Got no balls. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, there was outcry from the public that the New York Times had led himself to death, that it had led to his death. Uh, but they argued that he was a negative public figure, and if they really wanted to find this out, you could investigate it and find it. Yeah. Since there was a lot of people who already knew he was Jewish. Exactly. Yeah. And also, they're like, "Are we really that broken up about him?" <laughs> 
killing himself. It's the same argument when that Richard Spencer got punched in the face. Everybody was like, there's no need for violence. I was like, nah, beat the shit out of him. Like, I think a solid punch to the mouth will do him good. (laughs) (laughs) They're always like, there's no need for violence. I'm like, nah, we can go back to being the shit out of Nazis. I don't really give a fuck. I think we're okay there. That was my favorite tweet when all that stuff with Charlottesville happened. Somebody tweeted, it was like, hey guys, remember when we had this conversation 75 years ago when we made that decision then? Why are we having it again today? I was like, yeah, we, we already have that, did didn't we? <laughs> we um, did this already. We don't need to do it again. Nazis and the KKK were split on how to react. Because they're like, he hated Jews, but he was a Jew. They, they were like, he's a real self-hating Jew, and I don't... We like the first part. We're not a fan of the second. <laughs> uh, and so everybody was like... <laughs> there was a lot of them that were like, I'm going to be honest, I liked him more when I didn't know. <laughs> they're saying that like after he's killed himself they're like ah, I'm shaky on him now Jesus Christ uh, when Dan's parents were told on the way to the hospital in Pennsylvania all his mother kept saying was he was such a good boy I'd argue false he wasn't of course he wasn't of course he wasn't a good person but I think it's his mother you know uh, yeah I guess yes and no more no than yes. Uh, also, real weird face must be again like we talked about faces in high school. <laughs> knowing you're Jewish, and knowing your son is Jewish, you just paid for that thousand dollar bar mitzvah about three years. That ago. is quite a face. And now he's like big fan of Germans. You're like, oh, right. That is that is quite a face. <laughs> that what, what a face. Also, like it's a time when in your life where you're like, I think maybe I had it much earlier, but I acknowledge that a lot of people have that period in their life during high school where they're like. I think I'm going to stop going to church. I'll imagine that. But, like, you still get dragged along by your family. I'll imagine that with him. Like, he just shows up <laughs> to the synagogue. He's got to wear the yarmulke. He's like, I hate everybody here. And Jesus not because Christ. I find this boring. Jesus Christ. Wow. Yeah, All what, right. What a character. That is a uh, – that's a story. That's definitely an interesting story. I've never heard of that before. You were so, – in the beginning, I could tell you were like this – are we going to be able to put this up? And I was like, oh, I was like, get ready. Uh, how is this going anywhere? It's just talking about the Nazi. <laughs> you just told the story of just a Nazi, and you're like, why, why was that useful? Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's, uh, that's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm thinking next weekend when we record, I might put out a call to the group, Carly and Ben and Gabe, and see if they want to record. Oh, okay. Because I have a story... It involves a real-life ray gun, so I feel like they'd be invo- they would find that interesting. <laughs> they probably would. That'd be fun. Yeah, so I'll get them. I'll text them and see if they're into it. So we said, so we said, heads yeah. up, keep an eye out for next week because oh, hey, maybe special guests could be pretty cool. Can you May- hear me? Keep- yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've given the signal again. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that'll be that'll be one. Uh, listen to the podcast, You Cheeky Pitch. Mm-hmm. I want to say listen to the Flipbook podcast. That is this. Um, also <laughs> listen to Real to Real. Real to Real. I, uh, this week there's going to be a lot of me in a dark room editing in bits of me talking. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that twice. So that's going to happen. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at KyleTJ1031. <laughs> Riley is at AnEpicsMan, Epics with an X. Rate and review us on iTunes. That really helps out a lot. And then also tell a friend. Uh, I love seeing the new places uh, that people listen to. 
And we actually had a legitimately good week this week. It wasn't some scam in Boston, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> really? We actually did have a good week. I mean, compared to that week, it's middling. But <laughs> compared to most weeks, we're doing fucking amazing. <laughs> compared, to, compared to most weeks. Compared to most weeks, we're killing it. Compared to that time, I'm pretty sure we got scammed. Horse shit. Alrighty. Classic. Uh, yeah, we're out. Yeah, we're out. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, we're out. Yeah, we're out.